The story of Christ's birth continues in the Gospel of Luke. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste, and they found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying which had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary kept all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. Will you pray with me? Gracious and loving God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of each of our hearts, wherever we may be this night, be offered humbly and faithfully. Amen. <clears throat> I'm just going to be honest with you. This isn't what we had planned, of course. But yet here we are, retelling this beautiful story. Even if you don't know much about the Christ Christian faith, even if you haven't been to church in years, I'm telling you, if you're worshiping virtually, this counts. But I have a sense that no matter what your situation, been years since you've been to church, don't know much about the faith, you've heard this story before. I mean, it's a story that's been repeated thousands of times, generation after generation. It's a story that is told in, in the great works of art of the Western world, it's a story that is told in many of the Christmas cards that were placed in your mailbox. It's a story repeated year after year in the crush set on the mantle of your fireplace. You already know the story we're telling this night. We're repeating it once again. And I know, I get it. Repetition has a well, it has a bad reputation, it really does. Repetition is equated with being boring or predictable. And yet, this night, this season, seems to lend itself to repetition and tradition. I mean, just try, just try not serving your famous Christmas ham tomorrow. Or announcing to the family a few weeks before Christmas, oh, we're not getting a real tree anymore. If you do those things, you are likely to bump into an experience that will tell you how important predictability and repetition are to this season. I know college-aged adults who, when they return from all points of the compass, even other countries sometimes, one of the first things they did upon returning home was to ensure that that crush set and the Christmas tree were in exactly the same place they had been year after year. And it's the same in the church. I mean, this night's service has hardly changed in years. Ray Klemchek, our choir director, asked me every year a few weeks before Christmas Eve, Rich, what carols will we sing? I want to get the choir prepared. And then he stops. He goes, I, I know, same ones, right? <laughs> exactly. And maybe, maybe that's because we learned our lesson about 25 years ago when we tinkered around with this Christmas Eve service. We thought it was getting a little boring, a little same old, same old. And so we wanted to add some pizzazz, some, some drama to it. 
We thought that something fresh would, in, would inspire your imaginations. What it inspired was a rash of complaint letters. And we learned our lesson. The predictability and repetition of Christmas Eve, the telling of this bold and beautiful story of a child born to bring love and justice and hope to the world, this is a story that has, it does, and it will stand on its own. It bears repeating. And we usually only insist on repeating that which is very important. I mean, that may be why children, when they're young, almost never grow tired of hearing their parents tell the story of that child's birth. Children seem to have memorized every detail of their own story. I have a friend who said literally he has had this same conversation dozens of times when his son was young. His son would say, tell me about when I was born. And his son would then launch into him and said, you drove mom to the hospital, right? And my friend would say, right. And then he'd add, the nurse said it was going to be real soon, right? And the dad would say, right. And his son would say, and my middle name is for my maternal grandfather. That's mom's dad, right? Right, my friend would say. He said it happened dozens and dozens of times. My friend couldn't share the story enough, but he came to understand, well, of course not, because that's a story of how they came to be who they are. And so it is with the story of Christ's birth. This is a story of how we, together, came to be a people of hope. A people of hope no matter what the world puts before us, pandemic included. Because, friends, we only insist on repeating that which is very important. And so on this night, we retell lovingly the story of how we are claimed by God. I mean, I know this is a story of Christ's birth, but it is also a story about us. A story about how we have been claimed by God to be that people of hope and love. Well, this night, we are hearing for the umpteenth time that of all the things that God could have done, God chose to enter our world. Even, yes, even this year. Even this night, planned not to be the way that it is, but still, God enters our world and claims us. Even on a night when we miss you so much. I mentioned that it was 25 years ago when we modified the Christmas Eve service, and I can tell you, you could almost, well, you could see people squirming with discomfort. But I also want to add that there is something to be said for making ourselves a little uncomfortable every once in a while. Our faith is not always about the strangely warmed heart of Christmas Eve. It is also about stretching ourselves to have a heart for justice and peace. But yes, Christmas is probably not the best time to mess with people's memories of the story. 
Instead, it is a night for the careful retelling of a story that is not only beloved, but is beautiful and bold and embodies that enduring truth that through love we belong to God. I do understand, I really do, that it will come to pass, as the scripture sometimes says, that in the days following this night, we will be cleaning up and wondering how a season that is to bring such joy and blessings produces so much mess and sometimes chaos. But I tell you, friends, there is good news even in the mess because the truth of this night endures, pandemic or not, for unto us a child is born, unto us love is given. And that is a story not just for this night, but for every season and every day. Jesus came to grow and to live and walk with us, to experience all the wonder and the joys, but also all the challenges and the heartaches of our life together, pandemic included. And friends, you know what? If our Christmas expectations fail to live up to our hopes, maybe your famous Christmas ham is dry. Maybe there's a painfully empty seat at the table this year. Jesus is born to share all of that with us and to remind us that we are not alone with that empty seat. We are not alone with any failures we experienced good news of this night is that the child is not born only for this evening but was sent to us to walk with us, guide us love us despite our sometimes complicated and messy lives and world so friends thanks be to God for a story worth repeating year after year generation after generation because the story of love must never grow old. And may you have a blessed and very Merry Christmas. Amen.